So what do you call it when a guy sits in a room in his house for 20 minutes or so and talks to himself and there's nobody responding, but he just keeps talking? You call it my podcast. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Hello, how are you? It's Dave. Thanks for tuning in the podcast or downloading the podcast or whatever you say. I appreciate it. It's been a long time since we got together here in the podcast. You and I have not connected on the podcast here for a while. And and I uh, looked at the last podcast that I did. I think it was maybe three weeks ago. And my goal is always to do one every single week. But you know how it gets sometimes. And uh, there's no excuse. The podcast really usually takes about 45 minutes to do. Once I boot up my super slow computer and uh, once I kind of organize some notes and once I do the put the music in, uh, shout out to my friend Johnny Deshay for putting the music together for me. I think he charged me $200 for this cool music that you hear in the background. Let me turn it up for a second so you can hear it. Thank you, Johnny, for putting that together. Uh, so let's get right to it. Um, there's so much I want to talk about this week. So it's back to school week, and by the time you hear this, back to school week might be last week or a month ago or even a year ago, depending on when you listen to the podcast, but everybody can relate to back to school week because we all went back to school, or now we have kids that are going back to school. I'm going to start off with this one. Carson and I, he's my 16-year-old son, uh, we were having a discussion at dinner. I said, you're going to go to bed at 10 o'clock every night. What? That's stupid. No, it's not. He's like, nobody in my grade goes to bed at 10 o'clock. I said, I don't care what everybody else is doing. Go to bed at 10 o'clock. So I put it up on Facebook and, and got, I mean, hundreds. Not, well, I had like 119 responses um, last time I looked. And uh, let me see what it's up to now. Everybody says 10 o'clock. What do you think a, a high school junior what time should they go to bed? What time does your kid go to bed? Um, I get 167 comments in one hour uh, from people saying Carson should go, or a high school junior should go to bed at, at 10 o'clock. That kid, I tell you, he's downstairs playing his drums right now, and that is the only thing that I never have to ask him to do is, will you go practice your drums? Because he's good at it, and he likes it, and uh, that's awesome. So other back-to-school stuff. When you were in school, what did you have to memorize? I had lunch with, uh, shout out, Nate Larson and his wife, Alyssa, had uh, lunch with them today, rode the motorcycles down to Henderson. We were talking about what you had to memorize when you were in school. Uh, Nate had to memorize the presidents of the United States up to Lincoln, which is, what, 16 presidents, and I think he named more than just up to Lincoln, um, and it was pretty impressive. I had to memorize the Canterbury Tales. In 10th grade, in English literature, the Canterbury Tales, um, we had to memorize them in Old English. And the first time I heard my teacher say them, I thought, well, that's really, that's stupid. What the hell do I need to learn that for? But she said, I promise you, you'll remember the Canterbury Tales in Old English for the rest of your life. And we're all like, yeah, whatever. And Mrs. McCoy was one of those cool teachers who was really cool. Everybody loved her. And she came to our 10th high school reunion and people were going up to her and reciting the Canterbury Tales to show her I still remember it. Um, so here now is my recitation. Recitation? Reciting the Canterbury Tales in Old English. <clears throat> One that April with his shore sota. The drucht of Mash hath passed to the rota, and bothered every vine in switch liqueur, of which vertu engendred is the fleur. 
One Zephyrus Eck with his sway to breath, in spirit hath at every halt and heth, the tender cropes and the yonga sona, hath in the ram is halve cours irona, and smaller fools mock in melodie that slapen all the nicht with open e. And I think I forgot a verse in there too. I forgot some of it because it seemed to go a lot faster. Um, but what did you memorize in school that you never forgot? Send me an email or go on the Facebook page. There's a Facebook page. Take a shower. Show up on time and don't steal anything. Uh, leave a comment on there. Leave visitor uh, comments. Uh, shout out to Stephanie Cap who left one a month ago, and I just discovered it. Thank you, Stephanie. She listens to the podcast in New York. She says she's going to listen at work on Tuesday morning. Okay, one more thing about school. I thought this was really cool, and I put this on the Facebook page so you could check it out. So I'm going to read you a story, and here we go. I did not write this story. This is somebody else's writing. There's a lot of great sports stories from the weekend. I like the USC story and the UCLA comeback, but I love the high school varsity story out of South Florida. The team was losing 21 to nothing well into the fourth quarter. The head coach decides to put in the backup quarterback. It's the first time the quarterback has ever taken an official snap in a varsity football game. The quarterback takes the snap and drops back and throws a 45-yard touchdown. First pass attempt is for a touchdown. The crowd goes crazy. The sideline goes crazy. The referees are smiling. Everyone congratulates the quarterback. The quarterback was so excited and proud. She may be the only female quarterback ever to throw a touchdown in a high school game in Florida. Her name is Holly Nair. And I looked her up on the web, and I looked it up on YouTube. And sure enough, there's a video of it, and it's like, wow, that's cool. And everybody's excited because, hey, you know what? They're going to lose the game, but Holly threw a touchdown pass. Holy crap, that's really cool. I like that a lot. So go check it out. Um, it is There's a link to it. Uh, it's embedded on Facebook. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. If you haven't liked the page yet, please go like the page. All right, so I'm going to talk about a couple of other things. We're going to talk about the State Fair. We're going to talk about, just because everybody's talked the State Fair to death, I don't want you to tune out and go, I don't want to talk about the State Fair. I want to talk about one thing at the State Fair, because every news media, every TV station, everybody has talked all about the State Fair. And you get a little like, okay, State Fair is done, let's move on. I want to talk about one thing uh, that uh, was wrong at the State Fair. Iced coffee. I had some iced coffee over by the Blue Barn building, there's a coffee shop over by the Blue Barn, and they sell coffee and tea and you know other things. And this was the shittiest iced coffee I'd ever had in my life. And iced coffee, when it's it's not my favorite, but when it sounds good, it really does hit the spot. This was brewed coffee that basically that they just poured over ice and sold it for three dollars for a cup. My daughter Allison got one, and I got one. I'm a big coffee guy. I love my coffee every morning. I stop at Caribou. Um, Never Starbucks. I don't like Starbucks that much. And I, I love coffee, but this coffee, if you like coffee, you can tell when coffee has been sitting in the pot getting more and more burnt all day. And this coffee, they'd probably made it in the morning. I bought it around 4 o'clock, and they poured ice over it, and it was the shittiest cup of iced coffee I've ever had in my life. Allison and I were actually laughing about it, and uh, we drank a few sips and then we threw it away because we didn't want to waste the money. But I, I, there should be a rule against 
people selling coffee that are not coffee fans. Because obviously, whoever sells this coffee, whoever decided to add iced coffee to their menu, doesn't know what iced coffee should taste like. I mean, at Caribou, I think they make it so it's specifically iced coffee, right? I mean, whatever it was, it was really bad. Coffee person or not? I'm a big coffee person. Are you a big coffee person? Fallon does not like coffee. She likes she does not like anything hot. She only likes cold drinks. And that was one of the first things she told me about herself when I first met her. Um, the other thing, there was something else about the State Fair. Oh, check this out. It's super weird. Um, there is, in the Heritage Building or like the Minnesota State Fair History Center or whatever, there are displays of like things, that, you know, like old pictures of the fair and old things that happened at the fair. I'm going to look this up as I, uh, I'm on the fly here as I look this up. But I was in the um, State Fair, like Heritage Center yesterday, and they have like Huey Lewis's shoes from when he performed there. Okay, big deal. They have like some uh, high wire walkers vest and shoes when he performed there. Um, but they had something really weird and disturbing, and I think I just found it. Yes, her name was Kitty Middleton. She was 17 years old, and I'm looking at this display case. Kitty Middleton was a wing walker, and a wing walker, maybe you know what it is, back, you know, like stunt plane days, and they probably still do it. This is usually, it's a woman that stands on top of the wing while they fly the plane around. It's usually an old biplane kind of a thing with two wings, you know, like, what you know what I mean, wing up and uh, up on top and a wing down below. Um, and she was a wing walker, and she'd only performed three times when the plane crashed in front of the crowd at the Minnesota State Fair in 1951. She was 17 years old. She'd only done it three times. And so on display, I'm looking at this and I'm going, oh my God, this woman died here at the Minnesota State Fair doing this this stunt. And the pilot died right away. She died an hour later at a hospital. But what's really weird about the display, and I'll bet most people never even see this, is they have her harness that she was in when the plane crashed on display. And it's like a metal harness that she would belt herself into. And you can tell it's from that plane, that crash, because it's bent. And it's kind of like out of shape. And you look at the picture of it from when she would fly in it. And it's like, yep, that's the same one. So just really an eerie kind of a thing. And it's like, I don't know, it's fascinating. And yes, it's 60-something-year-old history. But it's just really bizarre. Okay, moving on to something else. Uh, we are going to talk about rude celebrities really quickly because there's an article that we're going to talk about this on the show later in the week about rude celebrities. And there's one of those articles where you, you see the slideshow and you click next to see the next rude celebrity. And they had celebrities on there like, uh, Cameron Diaz and Mike Myers and, um, Faye Dunaway. Um, uh, who's the girl from Hunger Games? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Michael Jordan. And every, it seemed like every one of their stories went something like this. Yes, well, Jennifer Lawrence uh, was asked for an autograph and she flat out told a fan, no, I'm not going to do that because if I sign for you, I have to sign for everybody. You know what? I get that. And people say, oh my God, she, we asked for an autograph and they said no. And I'm like, give them a break because 
unless they're there specifically to meet people and sign autographs or get a selfie, nobody asks for an autograph anymore. Nobody asks for autographs. They all want a selfie because you can instantly post that online and there's no question ever that you really are there with Jennifer Lawrence. An autograph is like, oh, that's cool, but you know, how do I know it's really hers? Selfie, there ain't no faking that. There you are standing right next to Jennifer Lawrence. But I totally defend a celebrity who's like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to sign, I'm not going to get a selfie with you because number one, if I'm with my family and I'm having dinner, no, don't come up and ask for a selfie. Even if you're a kid, don't send your little kid over to ask for an autograph or a selfie. It's just rude. They're having dinner with their family. And if they tell you no, then you have to accept that. Um, if you want to ask them on the street, I guess, fine, go ahead and ask them. But I think that they have a right to say no, because when I think it was Cameron Diaz said, no, because if I sign one for you, I'd have to sign one for all these people here. I've seen that happen. And I like at a meet and greet or when we take a celebrity to Mall of America, let's say, okay, I'll use an example. Years ago, Patrick Swayze took him to Mall of America. He was promoting a movie that he was in that never did very well, uh, but he was there to promote a movie and he was making an appearance at Mall of America. And we got him off the elevator. There's an elevator when you first come in the east entrance. It's a big, huge freight elevator and nobody knows about it. But we took him off the elevator, walking him out to the rotunda. And people were asking for autographs. And he had to say, no, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. And he would look like a dick. But if he would have stopped to sign one, he would have had to sign everybody's. And you can't say, okay, this girl right here, this is the last autograph I'm going to sign. Because if you do, well, can't you please just sign one more? So I get it. My most memorable story about that is when Kirby Puckett was alive, somebody called in. Let me tell you, Kirby Puckett was the nicest guy. He was so nice and so sweet and so kind. Um, and I, somebody told me, oh, Kirby Puckett, what a dick. I saw him out eating with his family, and my kid went over and asked for an autograph, and he said no. What a dick. And I said, are you kidding me? He was out having dinner, and you sent your kid over? Of course he's going to say no. Well, that's bullshit because, you know, my kid's a big fan. You should never treat a kid that way. Okay, you should have the smarts not to send your kid over to ask a celebrity for an autograph. Hey, you see Kirby Puckett? Well, you won't see him anymore. But if you see any celebrity, you know, downtown Minneapolis, yeah, why not? Ask him for an autograph. But if they say no, then that that's fine. Um, if you see me and ask me for a selfie, um, uh, that's a dangerous thing to do because I'll probably start talking to you and you'll probably say, good God, I saw Dave Ryan at Culver's and he wouldn't shut the fuck up. He kept talking to me. He kept looking at the selfie saying, well, should we get another one? So if you ask me for a selfie, I'm always going to say yes, but I'll probably talk to you for a little longer than you really wanted to talk for. So, um, and there was one, two other things that I wanted to talk about. One, I just read an article from a woman. Well, let me let me just back this up for a minute. There was a prostitution sting that I read about in the news. And um, a prostitution sting, and it busted 100 people. And it's interesting how prostitution works now. It's all online, apparently. So, you know, like having a, a decoy prostitute stand on a street corner doesn't work anymore. Apparently, you got to do it online. So anyway, 100 people get busted in a prostitution sting. And I thought, you know... Is there an argument for prostitution being legalized? So I looked it up online in the first article that I, should prostitution be legalized? Um, and I want to hear it from a woman's point of view. And the first article that I found was from a woman who said, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'm paraphrasing. She said, yes, 
it would take prostitution out of the shadows. Uh, it would make it a legitimate, regulated business. And nobody should tell women what they should or should not do with their bodies. If they want to be a prostitute, go be a prostitute. They can be strippers. Why not a prostitute? And, and then they also said uh, nobody should preach morality or make any laws based on morality or immorality. And I thought, well, that's really interesting. So I asked a friend of mine who works with women and abused women and domestic violence and shelters and things like that. And she's great. Um, she, I said, let me ask you a question. Should prostitution be legalized? I just read an article by a woman who said yes. And she said, I've got it on my text here. She said, well, she said no, but here's what she said. Hold on one second. Okay, she said, um, no, it should not be. It's a form of sexual violence. I can't get behind that. Most women being prostituted don't want to be doing it. She says, that lady sounds like a dummy. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I'm on the fence. I don't know. I mean, the women that are like at the Bunny Ranch or the whatever out at the legal brothels in Nevada, I think they're there by choice. And I don't know. It'd be good for the economy. I don't know. Would it? What do you think? Uh, again, send me an email or, or don't. Just think about it. You know, this podcast is, there's there's no action required on your part for this podcast. Just listen. And that's what I said at the beginning. I do, I do all the talking, but I feel like I'm sitting right there, like, you know, at a bar, hanging out, talking with you, because that's kind of how I do this podcast. And I hope it feels that way to you, too. That we're just kind of hanging out. I'm doing most of the talking, but you're definitely welcome to interrupt and have your own thoughts. And if you ever want to write those thoughts down in an email, you can definitely send it to me to Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. I don't have my own email address for this one. I used to, but I don't know where it is now. Um, uh, so Dave Ryan at KDWB.com or comment on the Facebook page. Okay, because the pod podcast is based on the book, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything, I am obligated to pick a chapter out of my book and spotlight this chapter. And we're going to get a really simple, easy chapter this time. This one's called Number 59, Cool and Thoughtful Stuff for Your Partner. And here we go. Flowers and jewelry are great, but how about getting her car detailed instead? Especially if you got little kids, her car is probably decorated with goldfish cracker crumbs and smashed fruit snacks. You never know what kind of gunk your kids have ground into the carpet and seats. So make an appointment, borrow her car, wait for the hour or so it takes to get it done, and surprise her. Now, it might not seem like the most romantic surprise ever, but she'll thank you for it. Oh, and by the way, he would love it too. I use a, her as an example in this chapter, but I would love that. My car's not filthy, but when I had when Carson was little, he was the worst. He got ice cream on the the um, the doors in my car. Um, there was always cracker crumbs. There's crap everywhere. And when you have kids, it just happens. And you know, we all think that cars should be neat and beautiful. And like, you know what? I've been in a lot of parents' cars, and they are not. There's spilled shit everywhere. So there's there's your idea from the book which is still available. If you don't own the book, you can download the Kindle version. You can get the get it on Amazon. Uh, you can get it at um, any bookstore. They can order it. I think a lot of bookstores still stock it. Um, and it's called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. And this is the podcast where I just sat here for 19 minutes and 45 seconds so far talking all by myself. But you know what? I feel like you're here. It's a really cool thing. And I think that's one of the things maybe that um, 
that I just enjoy doing is talking to people that aren't there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. But thanks for listening to the podcast. And I appreciate you. Thanks for reading the book. Thanks for listening to our radio show. And we'll see you next time. Hopefully it'll be next week and not two weeks or three weeks or more on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Take care. <laughs>